2: This is a crowd podcast. This episode is sponsored by the locksmith, Jordan Blaylock. To be more like Jordan, go to patreon.com forward slash Joe Marler Show and
0: grow the show today. I've run out of breath.
1: Joe Marler is a big hearted man and he's got a podcast plan. It's the Joe Marler Show. It's the Joe Marler Show, oh, oh, oh. Hello, I'm Joe
2: Marler. This is Tom Fordyce. Welcome to our show. You right, Joe? Yeah.
1: Um, I've noticed something about your appearance today. Go on, what? Uh, you're looking particularly handsome. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In addition to looking particularly handsome, you're wearing a pair of safety goggles. Yeah. Can I just say, they actually look quite stylish. Like, if I didn't know they were a safety goggle, because just turn your face sideways. Which side? happy either way i'm not okay to the left i can see there's some ventilation in the sidearm yeah which suggests a safety goggle yeah. if i didn't see those i would say that could be a stylish clear lens spectacle you know elton john no of course i know elton john gone how well do you know him? <laughs> very well actually okay
2: what about dame edna yes and ned flanders yes what do they all have in common?
1: Is it spectacles, Joe?
2: Yes, and they're iconic for having glasses, aren't they? So I thought, I, I need that in my life. I need to pick something that makes me iconic, and these are the, what I'm doing.
1: People often say, don't they, people who don't wear a spectacle and start wearing a spectacle, often say that they hope the spectacle will make them look more intelligent. Stop saying spectacle. <laughs> what does spectacle mean? Where does it come from? It's a very good question. Spec- Would you like me to pause and Google? It must be associated with the other use of spectacle something to watch
2: i reckon it's spectacle a visually striking performance or display one of those an event or scene regarded in terms of its visual impact yes so you're using it wrong what is
1: the origin of it i'm gonna say it's greek
2: yeah greek is it greek for meaning tom's a wanker
1: (laughs) (laughs) are you going to carry on wearing those glasses when you leave the recording studio
2: uh no, to be honest I'm a bit worried. Uh Can I try the, them? The guess no. Mm. I'm a bit worried cuz today's episode might involve it getting a bit messy, you know. Lots of things flying around the room.
1: So you were worried, but not so worried you'd get me a pair of safety goggles as well.
2: We've had this before mate, haven't we? Like we've been working on our trust and stuff like that. And also alongside working on trust, we've been working on chemistry and how much we like each other and
1: i don't (laughs) like you so you would rather see me blinded by as an yet unspecified flying object yeah than get a second pair of safety goggles how much they cost i stole them okay a free (laughs) pair of safety goggles (laughs) yeah you would rather see me blinded
2: well it's like that thing you sent me about the polar bear
1: yeah, that was good. That and was, you yeah. said
2: he's you, this polar bear can't stand up on ice properly. Yeah. It's not a legit polar bear. It's a man in a polar bear suit. Yeah. And you said, look, I've laughed all morning at this, and it's hilarious. Yes. But he's in pain in that suit, isn't he? So you're laughing at someone's pain. In the same way, if you are blinded by a flying sausage, and you go blind, because you're blinded by it, because yeah. you ain't got no spectacles on, not bothered.
1: Okay, well, that's that's good to know. Anyway, how are you? I'm both excited and slightly scared because I'm under the impression that you have been responsible for booking today's guest. By impression, do you mean impressed? Well, we'll see how they get on. Steve is slightly worried because it's the very first time that neither Steve nor I, using family members, has booked a guest.
2: Well, I've had a mixed response to people asking who's next on the show. And then when I've told them, they've gone, fucking hell, scraping the barrel there, aren't you? You're just asking your pals because you can't actually get anyone legit on. (laughs) (laughs) And the face he's pulling at me after me introducing him like that. (laughs) Our guest today makes
0: sausages
2: for a living. He used to play a little bit of rugby and we won the premiership together as well as some other encounters on the rugby field, remember that one in Beer Ritz? Mm. when it was really cold, mm. and you wet yourself. Just before you have a
1: conversation and... with him, just oh. finish the introduction Then,
2: Yep, sorry, but this episode is not all about that, it's about sausages. Please welcome Ollie Cohn, the founder of the Jolly Og. Thanks for the intro. Yeah.
3: Uh, I'm co-founder.
2: Co- sorry, co-founder, who nice else founded
3: time. it? So Josh, Josh and Ollie, Jolly. Who's Josh? Josh, my brother. What about your other brother? Youngest, Max didn't. Make the cut in the name. How would you get, if you had to get his name in there, which aspects of Max would you think
1: would work with Jolly?
3: Our first name was the Jolly Hog and Sausage Company Limited. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like massive and it's too long. And then we went down to the Jolly Hog. How we get Max in there, I don't know.
2: So you're the co-founder, you and your brother Josh...
3: Yeah, and Max, and Max is a Max co-founder as well. He's yeah. a co-founder as yeah.
2: well. We can't avoid that cuz.
3: So I'm like now the heaviest out of the three brothers. Unbelievable. Which, which is incredible achievement considering the other two are big units.
1: Is that related to your produce? Mm, no. Have you been getting high in your own supply? It's
3: just been a massive <laughs> overindulgence at Christmas. But we do have to panel taste. Yeah, panel well,
2: taste. I've noticed that. You've brought a massive platter of 50 is it 15 types or 15 Sausages. What there's, just a platter?
3: There's six. Six out of our range here for us to try. <laughs> just <laughs> There's no just meat. One free. flag
2: just one flag it. Uh, I'm very much a meat eater. Are you? <laughs> 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 Tom, what's your sort of meat consumption? Yeah, I'm not
1: right? I'm not a meat eater, ollie's but I imagine there's a couple of veggie sausages in here, are mm. there? For me to or <laughs> are all these sausages? Oh. No. Nah. Oh
3: sorry. I, I didn't get the memo from Steve on that. And Steve's, <laughs> St- Steve's a bit well. s- You're blaming
1: Steve? <laughs> yeah. Steve told me on the train down today when I went to the buffet car in <laughs> the Carriage what? C. The buffet car. The what? Buffet car. <laughs> <laughs> what was your problem with buffet car?
2: Oh, you said it again. Stop saying it. Why? It's buffet.
1: So when I went to the little onboard shop in Coach Fair. C... Steve told me that I didn't need to get too much because I was going to be eating some hearty vegetarian sausage fare about an hour later. But I'll tell you what I'm going to do with these sausages, because I'm going to try and describe them. What I would like you to do, Joe, I'm going to describe the girth and the appearance of the sausage. I would like you to guess the flavour of the sausage, and I would like you, Ollie, to put us right or wrong. The first one I'm going to start with here is a sausage about the size of my index finger in girth as well. But
2: hang on, what if no one's seen your index finger?
1: I've got a standard issue index finger. Have you shown if me you, if index finger? If you were to look down at oh, your it's own... It's a bit
2: stubby, actually. Oh,
1: okay. A little smell from Joe. <sighs>
2: oh, good quality. Fucking hell, you couldn't,
1: you're you inhaling your sausages, <laughs> are you? <laughs> I the didn't realise you eating them as eaten? well, Ollie. <laughs> Joe has to eat them to taste them. You right. don't need to.
3: Australian <laughs> No.
1: Joe, name that sausage. It's chipolata. Joe, name the meat in the chipolata sausage. It's a, it's
2: a pork chipolata. Correct. Is it a kid's one?
3: Interesting fact about chipolatas is that they're made from lamb's casings. So the skin of which the sausage is in is made from a lamb casing, which is lamb's intestine. But it's a pork chipolata, yes. Uh, and it's with sage and nutmeg, salt and pepper.
2: You've mixed lamb intestine <laughs> with mm. pork bits.
3: Well, we probably need to strip it back a little bit.
2: Can you put the mic closer to you? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Is Chins? that better?
2: No, no, like pull it, <laughs> put it towards it. you. If you're going to sit back... Better,
3: so Sorry, I'm just getting grease on the mic. Um, can we... Yeah. Can so, you
2: eat that a bit closer to the mic as well? Because we've got a lot of ASMR fans that they go to sleep listening to this podcast. I
1: <laughs> Joe, I'm going to give you sausage number two. Go on. Sausage number two is a fatter beast and stumpio. I would say it is, it is... Let me see your thumb, Joe. It's like a Joe Marler thumb. People will be familiar with your thumb. Yeah. Um, quite a light internal colour. Named Sausage.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a bit of sweetness to that. Caramelised onion? Correct. Oh. Bang on. Bangers on. <laughs> yeah.
3: Why are they called bangers? Um, Did they used to explode? Correct. Yes. What do you mean?
2: They only explode if you don't... You're meant to poke them halfway through, aren't you?
3: Never, ever poke a sausage. What the That's just the rule. Real...
2: What do you mean, never poke a you poke a sausage? sausages at home? Yeah. Nah, never so, do that. Why?
3: Why, why, why would you do it? You lose all the flavour. No, you don't. You don't don't do? they bang, then? No, cheap sausages, they were called bangers in the war because they had loads of water in them and you cooked them and then they explode. But what? with a good quality sausage, yeah. if you prick the skins, you, you're losing the flavour. The, the reason for the skin is to keep the flavour inside the sausage and never, ever prick a sausage. I prick all my sausages. That's crazy.
2: <laughs> but I don't lose the flavour, mate. Because You the... do.
3: You're opening up a whole world now. You'll have flavour in there.
2: I don't lose the flavour, Mate. How do you know? Bangers in the war because they put too much water in them.
3: Yeah, like when they were rationalising ingredients, they put loads of water in, rusk, and you'd heat them up and they
1: would bang. Which, which... must have been particularly disconcerting during the war. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A nightmare. Sausage 3, please, Joe. Yep. Girth description. Somewhere between the first two. It is bigger than an index finger. It is about three so inches I like long.
2: How, I like <laughs> how we started on Sausage 1 and 2, Conan, Ollie, mm. cutting it up nicely. With a knife and fork, and now he's just lobbing them at me because he can't be <laughs> bothered to do it. Mm.
1: Quite a straight sausage that one. A very no, straight. No curl to it whatsoever. What
3: herbs are you getting in there?
2: I'm hitting some sage.
3: <sighs> okay.
2: I'm hitting oregano. <laughs> <laughs> Basil.
3: Yeah. And what? Um, what meat? Pork. Nope. But that's good that you think it is pork. I mean, no sausages are pork. That's a chicken sausage. That's chicken. That's jolly hen. That's your chicken sausage, correct? But actually, the fact that you think it's pork means that it's doing the right thing in terms of flavour for me. That's great. Yeah. That's a,
2: so is that like a healthier sausage because it's chicken? Marginally. What sort of chicken do you put in that? Do you put the beaks in or do you take <laughs> them out? <laughs> no.
3: Yes. Yeah. The uh, it's thigh, it's drummer, and a bit of breast. It's nice, uh, and it's got rosemary and thyme in it. Yeah. But chicken sausages it. are a bit more popular now than they Why
1: were. Why is the chicken sausage straighter because it's a chicken sausage, or is that sausage? just happens to be a chicken sausage that's straight
3: the thing is about the curve in a sausage so you see these natural curves here is because they're made from intestine intestines are all curled up inside the body that's what gives it a natural curve so sausages that are made with a collagen casing a cheaper lower tier sausage is going to be straight and bang on i'm not saying that that is cheap because that's one of ours but, <laughs> um, but that is straighter so there's, there's, there's curved sausages here the straighter straighter ones that are kind of more uniform are plastic casings
1: can i just congratulate you joe on i mean we've heard the word sausage now 120 times Mm. and not once have you Mm. chuckled is that the safety goggles well i'm trying to be a little bit more professional
2: with my power in the studio do you know what i mean i want to like make him feel like i actually do something these days
1: I joe i'm going to get you off the hook (laughs) by suggesting sausage. sausage number four quick come on now this starving. is the biggest. This is the biggest sausage on Ooh. offer. Ooh. A significant girth, uh, short but punchy. And there seems—is that a marbling or is that chunks of something in there? Right here we go. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah,
2: the skin on that one seems a bit thicker. Yeah, I guess it's because it's bigger. Do you have to have a thicker
3: skin on a bigger sausage? No, this is. A <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a bit of sweetness in there as well. Mm. Apple. Yep. What so we it, got in there? So this is Porky Black. Um, so this is like um, our favourite sausage. Uh, this is the one that wins all the awards, but it's got um, dried sorry, apple. sorry, what was that? Oh, I just won a few awards. <laughs> <like that>. Sorry <laughs> about that. Sickening. Um, sorry. Um, this has got uh, dried apple yep. in it um, and flecks of and chunks of, going in again, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, black pudding. So we've got black pudding, apple... It's, it's fantastic. It is very... Quite well, a core, I fucking hate black pudding. Quite a coarse sausage. No. Why are
2: you saying that to me now? So, Why didn't you say that before I ate
3: it? You loved it, didn't you? Before yeah, I you did. Knew. And that's the thing. Like, black pudding is quite polarising.
2: Yeah, I'd say eating dried blood is fucking mingling. Well, not polarising.
3: You just said it's nice.
1: How does that make you feel, Tom? Why don't you eat meat? That is a very long and boring story. I would suggest... Give you me have, a short and fun one, then. Uh, had a lot of cheap cuts of meat as a kid. A lot of things like mince. Mm. Uh, got put off it, moved away from home, didn't want to cook it, carried on not eating meat, didn't miss it. Okay,
2: that was a shorter story, but you could have added some sort of fun into, into it, no?
1: <laughs> do, you want, do you want sausage number one second, Sausage number six, yeah. is that? Yeah, yeah. yeah Which, I would describe it, it looks like your classic pig in blankets. Is that a pib? I think if there's one thing that could get you back into meat, it would be a pig in blanket. Can you put the mic
2: closer to your mouth, please? Yeah. No, mean... no, no. Stop moving your head and pull the mic closer to your mouth.
1: <laughs> like pull that. it a down. Bit, oh, there you like go. That.
2: Fuck yeah. me, dead. Okay. He's the dumbest, like, clever bloke I know. Here we
1: go. What's that, pib You've done Saucers. that in one sitting, Joe. You've not, you've not bitten that. No. Just stuff That the whole... is the
2: world's greatest food. Mm. Meat jammed into like a small intestine, mm. wrapped <laughs> by another type of meat and made crispy with a
1: shit ton of salt. Yeah fuck. What else do you want in your life? Sorry, Tom. Did you know that the pig in blanket in America is a di- very different beast? What's their pig in blanket? <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong here, Ollie. The pig in blanket in America is a sausage pretty much stuffed in a crustle. It's what? Like a pig in a duvet. It is It's like a pig in a duvet. Well, why the
2: fuck are we not on top of that?
3: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> why
2: aren't we bringing well, yeah. that out, the jolly duvet fuck?
3: I don't think that's a great marketing thing okay do they fuck uh if if we could not use that um (laughs) if that's all right but if there's anything in the budget i must do a research trip out there to do that
1: joe how many um pigs and blankets do you think you could eat in one sitting so i remember a conversation with adam jones Mm. how many did he have one in one sitting Mm. 60 he had he ate 41 41 before a game Um, My little brother Mm. decided this Christmas to do the ultimate Christmas gamble, which was to buy no food whatsoever until five o'clock on Christmas Eve on the basis that his local branch of upmarket supermarket booths would then have everything on a massive reduction. It paid off massively, huge turkey bird for almost nothing, but he also got, get this, a two metre pig in blanket. Mm.
2: Do you mean like one one long 2 meter pig in blanket or do you mean 2 meters worth of pigs in blankets?
1: 1 2 meter length pig in blanket but curled up so it looked like sort of a, a sausage and bacon maze like a Cumberland swirl. Like a Cumberland swirl or a borvore. Or a yeah. borvore.
2: Well, I don't know how to say it any other way without an accent. Boral, bor If I say it in my wor- world, it's borrow <laughs> That's not what it is. It's
1: circular sausage. borrow Borovos. borrow That's nice. But I've got two questions for you, Joe. Make Number one, could you eat two-metre pig in blanket? All day long. Yeah? Yeah. Secondly, would you have eaten it uncurled, like you're doing basically... This massive long one, or would you eat it as he was forced to because his table wasn't big enough, almost like pizza slices mm. of the mm. giant pig and blanket?
2: I think I'd prefer to eat it uncurled, you know, like the sweet Twizzler things that you used to get as a mm. kid the bubble gum all wrapped mm-hmm. up and you just like pull it out and the like giant tongue. So that's I'd try and unravel it bit by bit and just go, zzz, zzz,
3: yeah. Zzz,
2: zzz. <laughs> <laughs>
3: in sections you know yeah no so on this red we i did a a photo shoot my mate used to have a big man's clothing company what um, do you mean by big man's do like did you mean it was a big company and, fat and tall oh um yeah so like i'm talking like 6xl yeah. t-shirts yeah. and like and you were the face of it like, yeah no nah, i wasn't i just did a little bit of modeling yeah for it yeah anyway we were on this like really kind of fairly budget um photo shoot and it was me Britain's tallest man, who was seven foot seven. Wow. Britain's strongest man was Terry Hollands yep. at the time. Yeah. Um and a really fat guy called Frank. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so was that his actual title? Yeah. Well I didn't call him that, but he was, and he okay. name was named Frank. Yeah. Anyway, so my brother I said to Josh, look, there's some guys down there, let's do something. It was in the early days of Jolly Hog and we did a barbecue and so we, we filled up a couple like a baguette each um to do. So we filled it up like six big sausages in a baguette. Britain's tallest man smashed it. Terry struggled a little bit. I got through most of it slowly, but Big Frank basically drilled it and then drilled another one uh, and then immediately fell asleep <laughs> <laughs> into a coma. A sausage coma. <laughs> Didn't get much out of him after that. So, oh. yeah, two baguettes. Yeah. Zzz,
2: zzz, zzz, zzz. Right, well, I think we need to get onto, like, a little bit of... We've got one more sausage. Oh, but... have we? Sorry, yeah, let's go. What why, this have you, is also... why have you resorted to cutting it again? Just give me the whole thing.
1: Okay. This is also a large girth sausage, I would say approximately four inches in length, good sheen to it, with a crispy brown exterior.
2: (laughs) Crispy brown exterior. (laughs) Mm. Getting herbs again. What herbs are you getting, mate? Bit of oregano. No. Chinese five spices.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Salt. Salt, yeah, it's not herb, but that's fine.
2: Oh, it's a bit peppery.
3: Yep. Sage. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Onion. On. Uh, there's no onion in it. Oh,
2: why am I getting onion?
3: From just the earlier onion. one that's still in the
2: back of your tea. Oh, teeth. Yeah, yeah. Just pick that out. Yeah. So um, that's
3: a uh, that's our proper porker sausage, and that's kind that of does taste proper porky. Yeah, yeah. And it's a bit coarser. So some chunks. of meat Right. What
2: it. sort of percentage
3: of meat am I?
1: Eighty-four percent. Eighty-four percent. Now, mm. your Tom, your uncle
2: makes sausages, doesn't he?
1: My uncle used to make sausages. Yeah, butcher. What uh, was his
2: thing? He had a theory about. He the said percentage? if you put
1: too much meat yeah. in a sausage, people didn't like it.
3: Yeah, and it's bang on. So, like, actually, the balance between meat content, what cuts of meat, you know, what water, what rusk, what binder you've got in gives it a balance. So, some people like a very emulsified sausage. So, like, a Frankfurter is very emulsified. So, it goes through a thin blending plate um some of them are chunks. is that like a savoy yeah yeah, yeah very similar. is that the same meat that's in a normal sausage well it depends on what's here so like a premium sausage will have like belly and prime cuts like shoulder and belly and things like that natural meat mm. and then the others will have maybe blended up skin and oh. lots of that. i mean like historically in a butcher's shop a butcher shop might have been sweeping up all of the leftover bits offal. You know, if you strip it right back, you know, sausages with all the cut other bits blended up with salt and pepper and then put in intestines. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it's not today. Like today, premium sausages are good cuts. You know what's in them. But yeah, getting that right blend of binding agent and meat is really important because it could be really dry. If it's 100% meat, it'd be really dry. It'd be dusty. And you don't want a dusty sausage.
1: Have you heard the words dusty sausage and not responded? <laughs>
2: Fucking hell! They used to just sweep up all the shit.
3: Yeah, like so, bung it in a blender, a grinder. So, so the really early days of sausage was about taking offal, liver, lungs, all the bits, and then putting sounds, them back into the a stomach lining. Sounds awful to me. <laughs> very good, and then and then you preserve it, and you preserve it in in, in salt. Uh, so that was the early, the very early days of sausage making, and it's come a long way.
1: Sorry, we just have to pause briefly there while Joe enjoys his awful joke. Do
3: you know where the word uh, sausage was first used? Tell me, Joe.
2: It was first used in the English language in the mid fifteenth century, and it was spelt sausage. So, s a u s y g e s so sausage, and that word originally came from Old North France, which was sausage. <laughs> Spelled s a a s s i curlica h e. But that originally came from vulgar Latin. Oh. From, uh, and that was said sal, sal... How do I sound Latin? Hey,
1: oh. Italian. <laughs> Italian. Oh, Italian. Oh. <laughs> That's French. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey.
2: Oh, yeah. Buongiorno. Salsica. S a l s i curlica a Meaning edible meaty phallus. What? Edible meaty phallus. Yeah, that's, that's from Latin "salsica," meaning edible meaty phallus.
3: I thought it came from a word called "salsus," which yeah. is Latin for salt.
2: So, yeah.
3: <laughs> what, what sites are you looking at, mate?
2: So maybe you're, yeah, maybe you're right because it, it, "salsica" came from the word "salsus," meaning seasons with salt. Okay, mm. but if you break down salsicus to "salsica." Mm. Salsica actually translates directly to edible meaty phallus.
1: <laughs> Did you ever consider that as an alternative name for the jolly hog?
2: <laughs> the, jo- the jolly edible meaty mm. phallus.
1: Wow, mm. Oh, fantastic. It's original. Perfect for retail.
2: You're going to stand out. They're going to go, mm. hmm,
1: look at that phallus. Mm. It looks jolly. You should get into branding.
3: You should get into branding.
1: Does every country have a sausage, Ollie?
3: Yeah, they do. They have their own specific kind of regional sausages. So in the UK, we've got. Lots of different regions, and they'll all say that ours is the best. So, you go to Gloucestershire, is about pork and apples and, and cider. Um, you've got Cumberland sausage, you've got a Lincolnshire sausage. So, all across the world. So, Spain, she's got chorizo. Pardon? I said chorizo, but that's a bit wanky, isn't it? Should well, I say well, chorizo? No, that's in, that's a Should I say topic? chorizo?
2: I don't know. What? How do you say Because I say <laughs> hayja. What,
3: yeah. what, what about paella? Paella. that got sausage in it. Yeah, but I'm just saying about how you pronounce it. But I guess, so yeah, in terms of like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> so what do we say, do ri- chorizo or chorizo? Give that me a g- again. Do you want chorizo or do you want Taitha?
3: What was yours, Ollie? Oh, I always say chorizo, but just then I said chorizo and I'm a bit annoyed with myself. <laughs>
2: trying to be upmarket yeah, I'm, I'm in london i'm in london i'm in <laughs> london He's so swanky okay what about so chorizo is spanish is it yeah there's also an italian version isn't there and a there? mexican version and a mexican yeah. okay. Yes. uh what's the national sausage of germany uh, bratwurst okay do we know anything about the bratwurst uh, yeah. are they the uh, sausage capital yes. of the world
3: yeah 100% have you been know? to germany i have i went on josh's stag do okay yeah we dre- dressed them up did you
2: do any like research yeah
3: yeah, loads of sausage research. Um, did a fair bit in the beer halls. They know they're wearing <ım Laser> round pork uh, and sausages. So, yeah, I mean, it is a more emulsified sausage. Quite a lot of the time it's um, smoked. So you see that a lot of the Christmas markets. Just people walking there. around. With the- <laughs> yeah, 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 smoking sausage. on the sausage. Love it. So, yeah, that's what they do in Germany, smoked sausage.
2: Okay, what about the Lau laulul The laulalu? Laul. What idea, about the Lau Laulau?
1: Ik- no idea.
2: You've never heard of the lao lao sausage? What is
1: it? It's a lao lao sausage. Okay. The lao lao sausage um, is a sausage from the Philippines, and it's made from peacock. It's so
2: close. It's actually from Hawaii, and it's fish mixed with pork. Oh, nice. Traditionally, it used to be wrapped in leaves, so they'd, mm. they'd put fish meat and pork, mix it together, a load of herbs and salt, you know, salty meat. member. Yeah and then wrap it in leaves, and then cook it underground. It'd be like a big old salami-type stick. Um, They obviously don't do that all now. They do it a little bit more legit, but it's fish and pork sausage. Is that making your mouth wet?
3: The interesting bit is, like, there's so much you can do with sausage. And I think also people, a bit like bacon, people have got lots of great memories of smelling bacon. There's kind of that emotional attachment with sausages and bacon. I don't know whether you guys agree or not. Smelling Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, when I smell like shit bacon, it takes me back to when I used to microwave it (laughs) to cook it. Remember when I told you that? And you were fucking livid. Yeah. Like, oh, mate, you can't be microwaving bacon.
3: It's when you wanted a job at the Jolly Hog, (laughs) and you didn't get it, basically, on that.
1: Tom, I think we need an ad. Joe is currently eating a um, very upmarket piece of bacon. We'll have an advert there and come back for some tasting notes of the said bacon.
2: We can't come back straight away, mate. I've fucking got eight.
0: <laughs> Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
3: What is this
1: bacon, Ollie?
3: Um, This is our black treacle bacon. Mm. So it's like thick cut, dry cured. So cheap bacon gets injected with brine. What, to make it salty? Water. So You know when you fry bacon and white stuff comes out? Yeah. That's cheap. That's brine and then... A dry-care, more artisan bacon is hand-rubbed with salt. That's what that is.
1: How was that bacon for you, Joe? It was a damn sight better than the shit I'm
2: reading here about Korean sausages. Tell me. Oh, a Korean sausage, also known as a sundae. It's just blood sausage. They just put sausage in an intestine and boil it. How the fuck is that any good? Are you eating that? If I offer you a Korean sundae sausage Mm. on any day of the week, it doesn't just have to be them.
3: Yeah. Are you going to eat it? 100%. What? Try it, yeah, why not? No. What, Blood Sausage? Yeah.
1: It's one of your favourite films, Joe, isn't it, Blood Sausage? <laughs>
3: right.
2: This is ridiculous. Right, That's I very just, good. I've also been doing a little bit more research <laughs> on different names for sausage. So I'll just go through them. Right, we got Cho, Chopper, Cock, Dick, Member, <laughs> Tool, Wang, Todger, Plonker, Knob, Winklepecker, Willy, Schlong, Custard Launcher, Dingalim. <laughs> <laughs> fuck pole love truncheon meat puppet peter pork peter. S- pork sword and a virile member <laughs> I knew I couldn't do the whole episode what amazed me though is mm. doing research looking into it used to be all awful of meat and shit yeah. in, and then put into intestines I was like fucking hell thank god they don't do that anymore yeah and yet you've just described the sausages as still being put into intestine
3: a premium sausage now is still it still goes into so this one is a is a hog casing so that's pig intestine yeah and then this one's lamb casing and then when you go into big salamis that's a, a cow runner or a middle they call it a runner yeah, it's in so the colon the big salamis like a cow runner so like intestine so yes it still goes back into the intestines and stuff but i mean as i say that's not an all sausage
1: is the thinking there the reason for using intestine was just practical purposes was it? it in that you had a bit of intestine knocking around
3: yeah so after butchering a pig you've got all of the intestine and there's nothing really to do with it but it's a perfect way it's a very convenient way if you think about it you can grind up all the meat and all the bits put it with salt put it back in the intestine preserve it cure it or cook it and it's in a, in a carrier. You can, you know, stick a sausage in, sausage in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you know
2: many people that... just Right, so in fact,
3: you're going to walk around with one of those sausages in your pocket, are you? In fact, when I was at school, and I think <sighs> I, I was doing a bit of a deep dive as to why I love sausages, is I think at school, mum used to give me a quid for lunch, and I used to put on the tray two sausage and chips, as in two plates of sausages and chips. Add one sausage and chips on each plate, <laughs> if I've described that right. <laughs> I'd nail one plate of chips, put a sausage in my pocket before I got to the till, and then I only had to pay for one. Did you get a greasy pocket? <laughs> yeah, but it was
1: worth it. That's where it came the from. sausage mate, I don't smuggler! Yeah. Sausage pocket. Would you have that sausage that you'd smuggled straight away or would you keep yeah. it back for a later point in the day?
3: I'd usually just bang it in because, um... I was always hungry, you know. I was a big unit.
1: Why didn't you put both sausages in your pockets because, you're not paying for sausage be, be, at all?
3: Because it was a straight, straight up quid for sausage and chips. And I, Well, maybe, I don't know. I, I, I had quite a good plan. I thought it was quite good.
2: People absolutely love sausages. Yeah. Do you get fan mail over oh. people like going, oh my God, I love your sausage? Because yeah. I obviously tell you regularly. I rang you up the other day when we, I was in the supermarket and... I, I saw your sausages, and I yeah. said, I've got a ring Conan today's And she went, why? I went, I just wanted to say, I'm really proud of you. I love your sausages, and I can't believe I still see them in all these super supermarkets.
3: I did love you calling me, actually. It was really nice, because yeah. I think you genuinely meant it. Um, <laughs> so. that he says...
2: He still says, think. I think. Yeah. Mm, no,
3: okay. I do, and we do. Like, we get some lovely, lovely messages. Like, we like open them. I mean, we also get some complaints. I'm going to be honest with you, but we get lovely, like, what would the, what would the complaint written, be? Handwritten letters of people that all spend time writing a letter to say, "I love your sausage." Um, we we had a Christmas card saying, "Merry Christmas," your sausages taste great. Um, I love your sausage, and it was from from June. Her name was June love from june i don't even know who she is did you
1: recognize the handwriting
3: <laughs> oh, no nah, of course <laughs> no you wouldn't do that um and then we've had like people message us like really funny comical things through the website or say your scotch egg makes me fizzy in my pants and stuff like that <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. i've been low you oh, mate you've lowered me down you've broken me down fuck's sake
2: <laughs> i haven't said a word mate you're the oh, other one talking <laughs> yeah so tom you don't eat meat mm-hmm. steve's doesn't eat meat Daisy doesn't eat meat. And there's also lots of other people out there that don't eat meat.
1: The longer you go not eating meat, the weirder meat becomes because you lose that connection with it. And when you go to a butcher's, you literally see half an animal hanging up.
2: So none, none of your reasoning is because of the ethics behind killing things to eat?
1: Not originally, although I can sometimes borrow a bit of that chat if I'm having an argument with someone in the pub deep down. I'm less bothered by that, but Daisy—that matters the Daisy, doesn't it?
2: It does. Like she, what matters to days? She mainly doesn't eat meat because she doesn't like the cruelty to the animals, the fact that they're killing animals. Mm. And you must get that same old chat. Like, I like the, the other- fact
1: you call it that same old chat. Like you're
2: <laughs> already bored with Daisy's chat. <laughs> that same old chat. Same old chat. <laughs> no, what well, I only said about Daisy because she's happy to eat a prawn and a bit of salmon, not worry about them, but she doesn't want to see a cow die. Anyway. What's the crack with the meat industry? And ethically at the moment, it's under a bit of fucking... Mm. Under a bit of heat. Mm. Last few years, cowspiracy comes out. It says mm. it's killing the world mm. using so much water. You're shoving a shitload of brine and shit in in sausages. I mean, just <laughs> bacon. Bacon. Yeah, that's bacon. Mate. In bacon. What's the crack? Does it do your nutting?
3: Does it do my nutting? This is this could go really deep. Um, and it is, it is actually a really interesting thing that could go on for a long time. I think... The meat industry is, and I, I'm not an expert, so I'm not going to pretend to be an expert. We're, on the we're, whole. We're,
2: of, we're fully aware of that.
3: <laughs> of the whole of the meat industry, but it's something I feel very passionate about. And I think as an overarching thing, we have in the UK incredible farming welfare standards. We've got really good retailers and we've got really good processors that make our stuff. One thing we're not good at as an industry is talking about how good we are. And actually, since a lot of these documentaries have come out and a you know a big shift towards um, veganism and vegetarianism there's some big noise being created. Does that compare to how many people actually are vegan in the u k Probably not interestingly, I think during the lockdown period, if you went into supermarkets, people were reverting back to kind of what they knew they were going back to mints and things like that but it, we as an industry aren't very good. We're scared almost to talk about how great the benefits of meat. Is there a movement towards reducing the amount of meat that we eat? Definitely. Is that right? Yeah, I agree with some of it. One thing I, I fully, strongly believe is people should spend more on meat, so they should be prepared to spend more because it's... It's convenient. <laughs> no, but no, no. And this isn't, a, <laughs> this isn't a sales pitch. This is, I feel passionately that mm. if you go to farms and you see how hard people work to get that meat into that pack onto people's plates, sharing with a family, it shouldn't be sold for cheap. People should value it. And because it's, it's been driven down, um, everyone gets squeezed on margin, everyone gets squeezed on quality, uh, and that is where I think the, the issue lies. Um, so people, sh- I believe, should be spending more on good quality meat. And actually, you know, if people decide to dial out and eat less meat in the week, that's fine as long as it is good quality. So, if you're having a bacon sandwich and you used to have three a week bacon sarnies or five or six like yourself, and you wanted to reduce it down because Daisy was in your ear, then and you were going to have one, make it a bloody good bacon sandwich. Make it really good bacon, dry cure bacon smoked in a sourdough with butter and a really good ketchup and have it as a treat. Do you know what I mean? That's my view on it. But, and I'm not going to get deep on veganism and things like that, but I think as an industry, we should be talking passionately about how great it is and the nutritional benefits of meat as well.
1: I know you're thinking, Joe, when Ollie has said um, rather than six bacon sandwiches have one really good one, you're thinking, why not I have six really good ones? Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm having six quality, top quality bacon sarnies without the brine.
3: Do you remember after games, we religiously text each other saying what we were eating? because mm. basically as a rugby player and I kind of forgot this over the last 10 years <laughs> look at the shape of me look you could eat whatever you wanted so you could have, play a game and eat whatever you wanted you could just smash the calories and then it was usually pretty disgusting what you text me wouldn't it yeah they're, they're regularly on the reg it would be
2: two Big Macs two cheeseburgers both meals mm. so fries yeah. That with it. we'll have a full fat coke I usually pick up 9 to 20 nuggets depending what? on how many minutes I've played mm a McFlurry, just to wash it down with. Mm. That would be my regular. But now, because times have changed, the game's gotten quicker, more professional. I just miss off one of the cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're so
1: disciplined. <laughs> Joe, have you been affected at all by that? Because I know you've watched Cowspiracy. Have you been affected? Is it affected the way you feel about meat? It did make me think,
2: actually. After watching that, I did two weeks vegan with Day's. Which was fucking I was I went to make a cheese sandwich and she was like, What are you doing? I went, I make a cheese sandwich. There's no meat in it. She went, Uh you get the fucking milk from the cow. I really struggled with that for two weeks, but I did feel a little bit better, but I don't know whether that was just because I was eating less and I was about four or five kilos lighter.
3: How how far has day days gone? As she does she like have honey and stuff?
2: Oh no, she's not a vegan. We just tried being a uh, vegan okay. for two weeks. She's did, a, did you have she's honey She's a then? pescatarian.
3: Oh, okay. Or an, a flexitarian. Yes. What's a flexitarian? Uh, a flexitarian is so if you were put it in sausage terms, um, <laughs> which we should, it, you'd have the sausage here it would be fifty percent beetroot, mushroom, some sort of vegetable, fifty percent meat.
2: What's the point in that?
3: I don't know, mate. I don't
1: get it. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is sponsored by the following: the bear, Rupert Ellingham. What's on the telly? It's Ellie James. Andrew John, Hampstead Heath. Claire Blacko or Blakeo, Claire, we still don't know. Jim Wood, would you? He's Dutch, he's German, he's English, it's Niels von Hinton-Reed. Sit down, it's James. No way, Andy McKay. The long arm of Alistair Blacklaws. King Louis Morgan, like Driftwood, Jack Travis. Young man, there's no need to fill down, I said. yeah, It's right, young man. He's a Pratt, but he's our Pratt, Jonathan Pratt. And nibble nibble, Stuart Kibble. To be more like all of them, go to patreon.com forward slash Show, become an official sponsor and grow the show today.
0: Hello, I'm Katie Puckrick, and I've got a podcast called .com. It's the documentary series about the people of the internet, and series two about Reddit is out now. To me, Reddit is one of the last bastions of actual communities online. We uncover the truth behind some of the biggest, most shocking stories of the century. I feel like every time there's some big scandal going on, Reddit is 100% a contributor and an antagonist to it. Just search for .com, that's D-O-T-C-O-M, and subscribe now.
1: Joe, if you had to give up one meat, I'm going to list some meats, and you've got to give them to me in the order that you would give them up. So what we'll have at the end is we'll have the last meat standing, mm. okay? Pork. Mm. Might have to help me here, Ollie. Pork, mm. chicken, mm. beef, mm. mutton. So bottom up, what are you trimming first from your diet?
2: Well, none of it. You
1: have to. Get rid of the mutton. Okay. So well, do you go lamb instead of mutton? Yeah, Go get rid of the lamb and the
2: mutton. Don't like neither. Get rid of the beef, not having it.
1: So this comes down to a battle between... Pork. And chicken. They're in the
3: final, chicken and pork.
1: Yeah, pork. Every time? Every single fucking time. I
2: grew up with a diet of microwaved bacon. (laughs) Baked beans with lumps, knobs of butter put Mm. in it to make it creamier for some reason. Make it creamier. And pork scratchings. Mm Mm-hmm. That's my diet growing up, and it was fucking gold.
1: Okay, so if pork is the winner, mm. I'd like to know the winner within the pork family. So you, you can only eat one type of pork.
2: Mummy pork, mummy pig. <laughs> mm.
1: Ollie, can you help me with the types of pork? In terms of, of pork? cuts,
2: so yeah. you could go, right. So you have a bacon. Belly,
3: belly, belly pork.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, Slow roasted.
3: Oh Yeah, so you could get into bacon. Okay. Sausage. Yeah. Salami. Okay. A gammon. Ah, a gammon. A gammon. Not just for
2: Christmas. Yeah, but a gammon, do you know gammon is, is what's gammon?
1: Salty pork.
2: No, it's uncooked ham. What? That's what we serve here. So a gammon is an uncooked ham. Once you cook it, it's called a ham. And in America, do you know what ham is? Uncooked gammon. Yeah, it's just ham. (laughs) (laughs) They don't say gammon, they just say ham. (laughs)
1: So it? which one are you left with once you dispense with all oh, the you other pork? The pork pro- shoulder?
3: Oh, well, you've got, like, different... You, so you can have the trotter. I mean, you can eat the whole pig, right? Pig tri- pig, trotter. pig cheek? Pig cheek's fabulous. Ooh. Scratchings.
2: What are the scratchings? The, the skin. skin.
3: Mm. Oh, You can have uh, cris- crispy pigs here. I think I'm going to go with the belly pork. Yeah. Belly pork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely.
1: Of all the meats, we've gone through all the meats and all the porks, your last meat standing is belly of pork.
3: Just talking about pork belly, we, this Christmas, we decided I was going to deep fry the turkey. Um, what? a big shout and then I bottled it. How can you deep fry a turkey? Yeah, I didn't do it, but I was going to do it. It's an American thing.
1: How big was, was the 18,
3: bird? It was seven kilos, had it all set up, but then it was pissing down outside and obviously f- deep fat frying. A bird outside is dangerous. So um, <laughs> that's the best sentence this podcast has ever heard. Deep
2: fat frying a bird outside is dangerous. Yeah, so we didn't. Well, as anyway, opposed to
3: indoors. A- anyway, I wasn't doing it. I didn't cook the turkey. I did cook the turkey, but I didn't. Re- I didn't deep fry it. But what I did do is I had a porchetta on the side. What's so it's a loin joint. Pork belly, loin joint, deboned, stuffed, rolled, and cooked slowly, and it was so good. Because you had all the crispy crackling, you had all the soft kind of um, meat inside, and it went down a storm. So you had a slice of turkey, porchetta, that was the main event.
1: I love saveloys. Oi, oi. Why do people say oi, oi, saveloy?
3: don't know. Because it rhymes.
2: Is that it? Well, what other word rhymes with saveloy?
1: Yeah, but the thing is, you wouldn't use the words oi, oi as a greeting on their own, would you?
2: Well, unless you were saying oi to someone who was called oi.
1: Or saverloi. Oi, oi. Cool.
3: (laughs) I love saverlois. What's in them? It's just pork. So it's all the crap cuts we talked about. So it's shit shit cuts of pork. Yeah. Um, Round up. But 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 why is it so like... Just going back to that shit cuts of pork, I'm a big fan of using the whole animal. Yeah. If that animal's going to be laid down... Let's make sure that we use it all. So, if it is a shit cut, I've got no issue with that. If we blend it all up and it goes in a Savoy and it tastes great, or you deep fry it at the chip shop and have it with curry sauce, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it, it's when we don't use the whole animal. But yeah, it is the um, it is all the cuts blended up through a kind of a fine mincer. When we started lockdown, I started uh, having pigs myself, and uh, I've had like three or four. <laughs> fuck's sake <laughs> um, just picturing that your yeah, legs up on stirrups uh, you? and 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 so and and there's lots of different breeds they're so interesting pigs they're, they're great and there's different ones for different things whether you want pigs for bacon whether you want pigs for sausage whether you want them social the, occasion yeah exactly <laughs> have um, you still got your pigs no um i've actually just taken to my mother-in-law my little coonie have gone to my mother and all. So they were the only batch that we had that the kids fully became attached to, and they oh, were wow. like, Daddy, no way are we turning these into salami. And so I took them to Sussex, and they're living a wonderful life in the woods now. would like to have a
1: are, re- are, are they really? They genuinely are. Are they really? Are 100% or are. Is the story you told the kids? No, <laughs> no. They, haven't no. gro-
2: they haven't grown at all, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> These are the same fucking pictures. No, me, no, it? they
3: they genuinely have. But yeah, I did. But you
2: had other pigs, didn't you?
3: Yeah, I've had Berkshire's. So what uh, did you Hampshire's. do with them?
2: You bred them, did you?
3: Uh, I got them as piglets. Yeah. Grew them, and then I loaded them into the truck and took them to an abattoir myself. And I thought, and actually, and without going too serious and too deep, I think it is really important that people know that process because how many people don't actually know how a sausage works? And I didn't come on here to kind of. Like, freak well, just, you out about just briefly how...
2: talk us through that, that process. Then, okay. I, I want to know how that sausage I'm eating there yeah. became that from what was your pigs called?
3: We, so, our first batch, um, we called Big Pig and Little Pig, and Original. it was just two pigs, yeah, because we didn't want to give them names like Harmony and Ron, babe, babe, exactly. So, um, we got them at six weeks old and set them up they lived outdoors they had a sty they grazed um on grass um and in a a bit of a woodland it actually had a little apple tree in it so they loved all that pigs prefer not to be really hot they love a bit of shade so actually but having pigs in winter gets a bit mucky but if it gets too hot it's actually quite dangerous for them um so and then about six months seven months took them to our local slaughterhouse which was an interesting experience, and there really is good slaughterhouses and bad ones, I believe, but the, the, it was all really good, and took them off, and then um, got them back, uh, and I butchered them myself. What? Um, uh, yeah. Did you
2: have um, them back whole? As in, you know, when you see how, them hanging...
3: Depends how much detail you want to go into on this, because well, I don't want to put people off sausages, because that ain't good. Well, No, no, no not, this, this, not this is real, himself, isn't it? It's, yeah. This is how it's done, I, I got So I got them back in half, how do they?
1: How do they kill him in the slaughterhouse?
3: Gun, knife. So they get um, sold. They get stunned, but um, with a with a gas, and then they get um, cut the jugular. Uh, oh man, we don't want to go into this. Um, but yeah, so in the jugular, and then through through a system, and then I got them back um, in half, and then butchered them. I wouldn't say I am an expert butcher by any means. Was the skin um, off at this point? Skins on, uh, intestines out. Um, you can have it head on or head off. Could you still recognise them? So you can tattoo the pig. So I've got a pig, it's called a pig slapper. Um, so you can either ear tag them or um, slap brand. them. Brand oh. them. And the brand is, looks like some sort of medieval kind of instrument. You put ink on the end and then you slap them. It sounds awful, but they can't feel it because they've got like pretty thick skins. And then an ear tag as well. So you can identify that you're getting your pigs back. Because that's really important, isn't it? Like, you know, you're getting your ones back. And then butchered them up. And then I remember, I'll i never forget the first day we sat down with my kids who'd spent lockdown with these pigs and Ella. And I looked at Ella and I was like, this is it. Kind of, this was a pork roast. And, and she said, right, let's do it. And we went, right, kids, just to let you know, these are our pigs. And they tucked in and that was it. And they were fine.
2: So that, I yeah, I'm interested as to why you were like... You don't want to talk about this. You don't want to hear this. Hmm. It's like, That's exactly what we want okay. to hear. Why wouldn't we want to know yeah. where our meat comes from and how much better did it feel having reared those pigs yourself? Mm. You've gone through that process. Yeah. Now, obviously, not everyone can go and do that. Not everyone's got the chance to rear a pig and stuff. But if there's companies out there yeah. like yours that mm. are putting in that extra effort to make sure the pigs' lives are good yeah. Yeah. and that the, the meat is ethically sourced etc etc how much better did it taste how much more satisfying yeah. was it that actually I did that we did this and
3: yeah I think look, we've got a responsibility haven't we to like know these things um, and as I said before kids don't necessarily know where everything comes from and I really enjoyed going through that process and having a deeper understanding of it uh, and it goes the same, like we've all got responsibility. So, outdoor bread, there's lots of different welfare standards. If you get to chicken, there's loads of different flock standards, with, from organic, free range, all the way down to battery. Um, understanding these things
1: is really important. When you took your two pigs to the slaughterhouse, yeah. was there even briefly a sort of little heartbeat where you felt, not guilty is the wrong word, but you just felt a little bit of emotion for them?
3: Yeah, hundred percent, and it was interesting process. And but what it's highlight, it, I mean, it's highlighted to me how much I, I love. I really enjoyed the process. Which, without sounding sick, it's like actually it gives you an appreciation of everything that goes into it. Because we fed them, we watered them, we made sure they were good, um, and you know, all the way through to uh, <laughs> a fantastic pork roast.
2: You remember that episode of? Uh, I think it was one. It was. Think.
1: Are you thinking Rebecca lose? No. Okay. <laughs> Fuck! Rebecca Lucy no, saying famous to a pig, didn't she? Did she? Yeah.
2: She wanked off a pig.
1: I think so. Steve's. Yeah.
2: What dead or alive? It was alive. She mm. wanked off an alive pig. Mm. What for? I don't know. Actually, kicks. She wanked off a she wanked off a live pig for TV.
1: Yeah, it was a celebrity program. Hold on.
2: Fucking hell! I know TV's gone to shit, but.
1: This was a while ago as well.
2: <laughs> oh God, fuck! Are you did, doing some? Don't Google that, mate. That's going to be on. No, your I'll just do Rebecca
1: loose first. Let me
3: go. Yeah, because if you're um, breeding pigs, you can get you can sign up to a thing where they get hot pig sperm from a boar, biked to you that same day to then inseminate. Why does it have to be hot? I just said hot because it sounds better. yeah it actually might be chilled yeah
2: hot pig spunk definitely sounds better than (laughs) cold pig spunk how do you inseminate that then is that what you've got in your hand on the table that i'm looking
3: at no this is a stuffer but it might be something similar to that (laughs) what's a stuffer bloody hell what are you what are you doing with that what Um, is that it's like
1: a giant football pump this
3: is um a thing that you can use at home you put the meat in here And then you press it in through the skin. You put the skins on here, and then it pushes out the sausage. So it just stuffs the sausage. It's a sausage stuffer. It's pretty self-explanatory then, but Mm. thank
2: you for explaining it anyway. No problem. And what's that metal thing you've somehow attached to the table?
3: It's a mincer. Right. Is that yours? Uh, it is mine. Yeah, it, this is just one that you can use at home. Um, that you put in the
1: chunks of meat. So we've got st- stainless meat? steel, is it, Ollie? It, it is, and it's got a handle. So you grind the, you basically grind the meat. you turn in the handle there for us. So you've got a aperture at the top that you'd feed the meat into, and then basically facing me and Joey's, what well, looks like the end of a very large garden hose. Yeah, and so the meat gets cut, minced up through here, and you put it through. You can pass
3: it through as many times as you want in terms of blending. And then
2: you put it in your stuffer. You take put, it out of there, put it in there, push it your, through. Do you put your sheath on the end mm. yep. and roll it down, and then you stuff the meat through the sheath?
3: Yeah, exactly that. You get your skins on there, you just bind them on, um, <laughs> <laughs> and you push it through, and then you get sausages.
1: Rebecca Luz, Joe. In October 2004, Rebecca Luz made a controversial appearance on the reality television programme The Farm. The Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals accused producers of pandering to, quote, a morbid and sordid fascination with farm animals. There's no mention of what she did with the pig.
2: Well, they're not going to write, oh, Rebecca Lou's wanked off a pig.
1: No, I mean, they, they they could probably phase it in a different way. Yeah. But there's no mention of the pig whatsoever. It definitely happened, though. So
2: she masturbated yeah. a pig until ejaculate came out. <laughs> Is that how they would phrase it? <laughs> right, I, my sources have come through and... Rebecca Luz does not, I repeat, does not regret the alleged David Beckham affair. What? That was different. Oh, okay. Rebecca Luz does not regret alleged David Beckham affair or wanking off of a pig. Now she has a dream Viking life.
1: What the fuck is that headline? <laughs> How? Jesus Christ. Anyway. What does a dream Viking life entail?
2: Uh, eating meaty sausages from Jolly Hoggins Sausage Company.
1: Nice, yeah, just a jolly hog now, isn't it? Oh, the jolly hog. Is there any sausage that you wouldn't eat, Ollie? And I don't mean this as an insult, I'm thinking of a time where I was in Lyon during the 2007 Rugby World Cup. And uh, my friend Dersey who I was traveling around uh, France with for that World Cup, had andouillette, which is basically the smelliest thing mm. in existence in the world. Andouillette, so, yeah, it's intestine but a big bloaty one. And you cut it open, and as soon as you cut it open, I think it must be a lot of offal. It mm. just bang. It is super stinky. That
3: sounds like haggis. Like Haggis is like lungs, liver, all the bits inside, minced up into this casing, and then you split it. I don't think you eat the... Did he eat the casing? Did you eat it? Did you I eat didn't casing?
1: eat it. I think uh, it was so smelly, you had to commit to it. It's one of those things where you had to get your head down. Eat, eat, eat. Because if, if you sort of reared <laughs> back from it and looked down... <sighs> is that why you went... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm looking at pictures of it, and it's fucking horrific. It's coarse grain
1: sausage made
2: with pork, occasionally veal, chitterlings, also known as intesting, pepper, wine, onions, tripe. What the fuck is tripe?
3: Tripe is like
1: innards. Um... Oh, so
2: it is exactly what you just said. But why does it stink so hard?
1: Is it the way they cook it? Is it fermented? I'm out of my depth on on duets here. Would you take one on, Ollie?
3: Uh, yeah, I take it. I take most things on, whether I enjoy that or nah. Um Would I try any sausages? Yes, I just uh, I, I do like them all. I'm not big into cheap sausages. I wouldn't eat loads of cheap sausages.
2: But this is this isn't cheap. This smelly one is a little bit it, like the cheese that we had. Where I can't remember the name of it, but Ned talked to us yes. about the maggots yeah. eating the bacteria on the cheese mm. and then and dying on it. That's it. And then you eat the cheese. With the maggots. With the maggots. And you're like, fucking hell. Jesus. On that note, I think we should really wrap things up here and say, ta-ra. Thanks so much for having me, mate. If you're listening to this and you like sausages as much as I do, then make sure you look out for any Jolly Hog products in any supermarket. Pretty much now you're killing it? There's is quite it? a
3: few, yeah. Quite a few, so. I can rattle them off, but it'd be it'd cheap. Be it'd be as quick shameless. as you can. You've got sausages. Sainsbury's Tesco, Co-op, Waitrose,
1: Ricardo." Single best sausage if people have never tried a Jolly Hawk sausage, Ollie. The sausage they should go for is... Uh, the Porky Black. Pork, black pudding, dried apple. But our best says proper porker.
2: I'd recommend the caramelised onion, one Because okay. it's fucking fantastic. Uh,
3: thank you. Cheers, mate. Thanks for coming on. Mate, thanks for having me on. I've enjoyed it. We managed to get through it just mate, about. it got filthy at one point, didn't it? Yeah, between you two, you fucking pair of children.
1: On Joel Marley's show. Are you definitely sure, Joe, that we're still having lunch? Because I'm just looking at the empty tray in front of me. And can something be really empty? Emptiness is an absolute. But there were 16 sausages, Joe. And now there are none.
2: That's what they call a, a sausage tiser. That's <laughs> that's just the little warmer. That's the sum, stomach stretcher. You know what I mean? That's the stomach fluffer. It's just a bit of padding around the place. An amused sausage. And then I'm going to go smash up the trio of pork in the Vietnamese shop around the, round the corner. Is that right?
1: That's great. Um, you've also found something on your phone.
2: Yeah, I was gutted we didn't get round to it because there's this hotel in, uh, believe it or not, Germany. Is that Germany?
1: <laughs> that, was, that was Dutch.
2: <laughs> bratwurst. This Bratwurst Hotel. A hotel of sausage? Yes, it's a sausage hotel. Where is the sausage hotel? Well, obviously it's in Germany with the accent and it's called brat bratwurst, bratwurst. and it is literally <laughs> a sausage hotel look at this room look how cool that room looks it's every type of sausage you can think of is plastered all over the wallpapers you've got pig head silhouettes on the on the headboards you've got giant sausage pillows <laughs> is it um, definitely a pillow <laughs> you've got a pig in the shower silhouette oh you name it it's it's got it oh it's got sausage appetisers on the side as you, as you go in oh, oh someone's let oh.
1: that's a disappointing image shall we oh what's oh, that
2: oh my god this has gone on to something else <laughs>
1: right I think when you googled sausage fest yeah, hotel this
2: is ignore that oh it's a reasonable price oh wonderful 92 euros a night I'll take that thank you
1: well Joe while you book in I'm going to tell our listeners how they can support the show you can now subscribe on Apple Spotify and Patreon search for Joe Marler Show For just a pound a week, you can now get bonus content, ad-free episodes and you'll be growing the show at the same time. Yeah, and to buy
2: a bubble hat, go to joemarla.co.uk forward slash shop and place your order today.
1: If you would like another podcast to listen to in the meantime, let me tell you about the Sam and Billy show. This is with Sam and Billy Fares, who Fuck have their off. own. They better be plugging ours, mate. They're fucking smashing it out of the park. This is with Sam and Billy Fairs, who have their own neon sign Joe. We don't have that yet. They have a fancy studio with a camera. Go and search for the Sam and Billy Show in your podcast app. They're sisters, best friends, mums, entrepreneurs, and the podcast gives you all the behind-the-scenes chat from their lives.
2: A neon sign? I want a neon sign. All right, Diva. No, no. 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 That's a deal breaker. If we, if I don't get a neon sign sorted next week, I ain't having it. I ain't doing it. I'm, this is over. It'll be game over. End of. No more finitoed, nish, finished, goner. Neon sign. Next
1: week. Do you mind what the neon sign says or can Steve just go down to Piccadilly and get one?
2: I'm not even going to stoop to your level and answer that. You make me mad inside. Who have we got on next week?
1: Joe, this is big news. We have a refugee.
2: OK, I'll stay an extra week for that one because that seems good. But after that week, if we haven't got the neo, neon, neon sign, I'm a goner. Fair play. Capiche? Big time. Perfect.
1: Crowd Network. A place... Where you belong. Sports Social Podcast Network.